Welcome to episode 53 of the Collector's Quest podcast. On this episode, Kat and I go over 12 games of Christmas. And these are Christmas-themed games, or loosely connected to Christmas. Games that make us feel like Christmas, either from a movie or a theme. Whatever the reason, we've got 12 and we're rolling with it. After that, we got two notes. One, if I'm not enough for you this week, you can also find me on the NARC podcast, which is the North American Retro Collective. They were nice enough to have me on. If you haven't checked out their podcast, you really should. They have a lot of great guests. Not me. I'm like the bottom of the barrel, but everyone else they've had on, like they just had John Hancock and Ian Ferguson, guys like I want to listen to. It was really nice to be asked on. You should check them out because they they have some really cool guests. And speaking of cool guests, we have a a good one next week, and that's Sabotage 64. We're going to chat with her a little bit. And then my, my plea to you guys, as always, we do this because we like it, but you can help us, and I don't want any money. What you, what you can do instead is just go to iTunes, give us a review, like us, something really quick that would be extra helpful, and shout us out on iTunes. Those are the things that help us grow. That, that gets it done. So that's all I'm asking for. It's not much, a little bit of your time. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for the show. It was a fun one. I'm Kat here with Johnny. Hey, Kat, how's it going? It's good. There's no snow still here, so it is very good. Oh, that is nonsense. I expect the frozen north to be frozen. Okay, I didn't say it wasn't cold. I just said there's no snow. No, I I mean, I want blanket. If I can't have a white Christmas, you need to. Um, I don't know. If it keeps up this way, we might not have a white Christmas. That's nonsense. It'll be a cold Christmas, though. I, like a cold boohoo. Put on a jacket. I want snow. <laughs> yeah, are you trying to live vicariously through us up here? Yes. Okay. Yes, obviously. Okay. Well, you know what? I will go out and buy a bag of that fake snow and sprinkle it on the lawn in a small concentrated area, send you a picture on Christmas Day and be like, look, it snowed. You're not going to need to. It's going to dump all over you guys. Okay. Well, if it does, I will notify you immediately. Okay, cool. I want like pictures of snow falling i on the other hand just got back from florida and it was like 85 degrees and humid yeah i was like oh my god ew (laughs) i'm sweating that over our weather i know and everyone says that but uh not me i was actually happy to get home to la when it was like 52 i mean it's cold for us so i was like oh man it's only 48 degrees when i wake up awesome it's cold out perfect it works for you then. So do you have all your Christmas decorations and lights and everything up now? Well, the tree the tree is up and all the Christmas lights, as I showed you, are up. Yes. And we are currently decorating the house. I say we. By that, I mean my wife is currently decorating the house right now. And then uh, after I finish this recording, I will go hang a few of my specific ornaments on the tree, my okay. personal ones. And then we each have an ornament. We buy an ornament every year. Like a personal one. Okay, yep. And then like we just have some generic ones that have been gifted or that we bought together as like a couple. Like, oh, we like this one, so we bought it. So that's our boring tradition, like everybody else's. But uh, yeah, 
I'll well, do that, and then we'll I'll help her hang some garland and stuff, and then the house will be pretty much done. That's good. It's always so nice when it's done and all the lights are on. Oh yeah, it's super pretty. We we got scented candles going on. We got fake Christmas tree scent because um we don't have a real Christmas tree. Of course. Because if you've ever watched, and I think I said this, but if you've ever watched a Christmas tree light on fire, it will frighten <laughs> the hell out of you. Especially like when you're taking down your tree and you're like, wow, this thing's really dry and, and kind of brittle. I wonder what it would look like if it caught fire. And then there's YouTube and then you go look that up and you're like, never again, <laughs> never, ever again, because it goes up like a torch. Well, I imagine real Christmas trees must be expensive there, are they? No, not not especially. I mean, I okay. don't know what you guys consider expensive. But I haven't bought a real Christmas tree in a little while, but I think you can get them between like 30 and $60 for, okay, like a, for an average size one. I never have tall ceilings, though, so the biggest tree I can usually get is like seven foot. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it's usually like six and a half, or like I think our fake one is, is six, because then when you put a topper on it, then it's like six and a half, almost seven. Right. That makes sense, then. Yeah. All right. So that's uh that's my Christmas stuff. Your house is all ready? Yeah, it's already. It's been ready since uh, a couple days before December. Well, I say that. I have three of the trees up. I still have a couple more to put up. Um, but they're quick, and I just haven't had time, so I'm going to get to them. But the, the main trees are up living room, dining room, entryway. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is Christmas Quest, your Christmas podcast. We'll be jingling all the way through, so stick with us for the next 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, well, you know what? It's going to be like that probably next week, too. Just a little bit of Christmas in there. It has to be before right. Christmas. Right, right. I mean, we're not we're not killing you with it like the Halloween episode, so all of you Grinches out there, shut up. <laughs> Just do me a favor. Shut right up. And with that, then that brings us to our topic of games that remind us of Christmas, reference Christmas, have a Christmassy feel to them. Right, and this is not... This is not a recommendation list necessarily either, right? You're not saying we should go out and play these? No, there are definitely some games on here that are not good, <laughs> that you're not going to want to rush out and just go buy and play because you're going to be very, very, very disappointed. But they may have a good Christmas reference or a meaning to one of us that makes them significant to this list. Right. And that's all we're saying. They have, yeah. they have some sentimental value, uh, nostalgia. Oh my yes. god, in the video game world, we're calling on nostalgia? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, save all your damn judgments. We're not interested. That That's that's true, because there are some good games on there. Um, but you brought up a good point when we were planning this about the number of games that we should have on this list. Right, okay. Here's a tip for everyone who makes a Christmas list. If you make a top ten Christmas list, you are dog shit. Knock it off. Not because I hate top ten lists. Because it's mother effing Christmas. Top 12, dude. Top 12. 12 days of Christmas. Top 12 list. I mean, come on. It's obvious, right? Yeah, it, that's fair. That is a very good point. 12 days of Christmas. It's very well established that it is the 12 days of Christmas, hence 12 video games. Right. Last year I did a post. How many days did I do? 12. Not 10. Because 12. Like, I, why do I have to justify this? I have seen a bunch of top 10 Christmas lists. People do it, and it's not just for games. Top 10 movies for Christmas, top 10 games for Christmas, top 10 decorations. What are you doing? <laughs> You've already lost the theme in your title. F. You fail. Not an E for effort. Failure because you're a failure. Big F. 
All right. So we all clearly know how Johnny feels about this. Just um, get your head in the game. It's Christmas. It's like what? It's not that hard. It's once a year. Just, just do it right. Okay. Can we can we end rant so we can continue with our list? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I can let you go, but I feel like this will be a really long episode if we let you go. You feel very passionate about this, I can tell. Well, look, I, you know, I love Halloween but uh, and my birthday, but then in that third place is Christmas. Okay. And it's like this, this is my super sweet block of time. I go from birthday to Halloween to my anniversary to Christmas. Notice I didn't include Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving sucks. And I know... <laughs> As a fat guy, everyone's like, well, the dude who likes to eat doesn't want the the eating holiday. Not particularly. Lots, and it's not Thanksgiving's fault. I actually really enjoy turkey. I just, a lot of bad incidents. Just not into it. Anyways, yeah, but then you get Christmas, and that's amazing. Like, what a a sweet block of time. Then the rest of the year is just like nine months of suck as I wait for it to start again. All right, then. (laughs) Yeah. That's how Johnny feels about it. <laughs> That's right. Like, and people are like, oh, are you serious? Like, you want to get in the spirit? Yes. Uh, if it was colder, I would be wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. I like all the new themed ones. Uh, and here's, here's, a, I'm going to rant one more second. Everybody who buys, like, the Christmas themed sweater, like, for a game or, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, one, those are awesome. Keep doing that. What you should not do is buy a t-shirt that looks like an ugly, ugly Christmas sweater. Because that's half-assed. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. It's got to be a sweater. Right. Get the sweater. It's an ugly sweater, not an ugly shirt that looks like a sweater. It's not cool. It's not ironic. It's stupid. Stop it. Go buy the sweater. I'm into it. Please, more of that. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, all kinds of these horribly knitted sweaters that look like things we like and they make it look Christmassy. Totally cool. Shirts that do that, stop it. T-Fury, you're like a main offender. And all of you other t-shirt sites... Stop that. Just only sell the sweater. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. So we're we're done with the ranting for about five minutes, and then we'll get partway through this list, and it will resume again. But we'll, we'll start with the list. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, was I wrong about anything I said? Do you disagree? No, no. no All right. No. That's all. Okay. This is, all this, right. Usually the ranting is a little more spaced, but, you know, whatever works for you, it's fine. Well, I normally save it to the end, but I, I think it's important to lay some groundwork. And also, we haven't talked to people in a while, and I didn't want them to forget. Oh, that you like a good rant? Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay, I think they I think they know. All right. Go okay. go ahead. Your first game in our top 12, that's not even a top 12, but in our list of 12 Christmas games. Yes, yeah, not top 12, just 12 Christmassy games. Yep. <laughs> okay, so first I'm going with Kickle Cubicle. Uh, for actually kind of double selfish reasons. Um, a, it's kind of, you know, a good puzzle game. It's kind of similar to Lolo. But it has a cute little kickle in earmuffs. I mean, who does not love a cute little thing in earmuffs? And and um, three of its le- uh, levels are, you know, vegetable or food-related. Vegetable land, fruit land, cake land. I mean, come on. That's just like a, 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 a double dose of good things for me. Like, I feel like Fruitland and Cakeland are awesome, and Vegetable Land is just like, blah. But that one's probably your favorite. Well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Cakeland, I'm always like, whoa, I need cake. But Vegetable, I don't know why. Anyway, I just like the vegetables. You guys all know that. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. So, uh, anything else you want to say about Kickle and his cubicles? 
No, if you do like puzzle games, it's a good one. Go play it. I mean, honestly, it's adorable in its earmuffs. So you'll probably enjoy it for that factor anyway. But it isn't one of those ones on the list I would say absolutely avoid. Do not go buy it. Do not play it. It's it's a good game. Go pick it up and play it. Yeah, it it actually is a good game. So, yeah, you can't really go wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that made by Irem? I don't know who it's made by. I can't remember. I'm, yeah, I think it's Irem. I just can't get past the earmuffs. They're just adorable. All right. Well, I can. Uh, I'm going to move us on. I can get past it. Just did. And I'm going to go with my own selfish game. Okay. And uh, we're starting with a Halloween game on Christmas. Of it's course. Costume Quest. Yeah. Well, you're thinking, how is it Costume Quest? Because it's actually the sequel, Grubbins on Ice, or um, yeah, Grubbins on Gr- Grubbins on Ice. Um, that game, they, they did the first one, awesome, and then they put out the second one, or the DLC, I don't know how it was packaged for you guys. Uh, but yeah, they did like a Christmas-themed one, and that's awesome, because the first one was fun and super nostalgic, and it's made by Double Fine, which is awesome. And then they did this, and that's more awesome. You can't go wrong with Double Fine anyways. If you, uh, love Double Fine, you should check them out. If you're wondering some of the stuff they've done, they did Psychonauts, which if you have not played, you should. It's one of my favorite games of the, of the era, uh, which okay. is like the PS2 generation era. Well, I, I feel like if it kind of ties into Halloween too, you've just like hit the, hit the gold mine for you. It's another, you know, double dose of good. Right. It's, I told you in that, you thought my rant was irrelevant, but I was telling you about that sweet block of of three months, and it covers all three. Okay, well, Perfect. see, it could not get any better then. But hard to do, hard to do. Yes. Okay, fair enough. All right, what do you got next? All right, I'm going to go with, because we're in Canada, eh? Uh, snow Bros, because obviously snow, snowballs, Canada, snow. I mean, I, I think the, the connection is clear. <laughs> so, wait. Just your your Canadian connection is snow. Okay, but I feel like that's what people always think. Canada, oh, it's always frozen up there. It's always snowing. I feel like Snow Bros just fits. We don't have any snow, but normally we have snow. <laughs> so does that mean later on the list you're going to choose like one of the Frozen games? Ah, uh, no, absolutely not. But it's Frozen. It's snow, and... not Frozen. <laughs> well, the Frozen North. Yeah, but I'm not in the Frozen North. <laughs> Well, you are compared to me. Okay, but no, no, no. We're not going there. <laughs> Gee, come on. Should I let it go? You, you should you should let it go. I, I think it's self-explanatory at this point. There is snow in Canada, usually. <laughs> also, Snow Bros is also a, it's a good game. Yep, kind of similar. Reminds me of uh, Bubble Bobble in a way. And um, it's a it's a fun game. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but, uh, you know, it, it does remind me of Christmas. It's expensive. It is expensive, yes. Yeah. If you want, it's one of those Konami games. Uh, if you want that sweet Snow Bros, it's going to cost you. They have it on the GBA, or sorry, not the GBA, the, the Game Boy, and it is also expensive. Yeah, it, it's one that if you want to have it for a certain reason or you're collecting a set, great. But, you know, it's it's a good game, but you're not really missing anything if you decide not to run out and buy it for the fact that you just want to play it at that price. Right. Um, okay. Uh, fair enough. I'm going to – I'll move us to my game. And this one, when we said what the topic was going to be like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, 
I posted Batman Returns, and that is my choice. But very specifically, Batman Returns for the Genesis, not for the Super Nintendo, because Batman Returns has a much better cover on the Genesis. The one on the Super Nintendo is just like Batman. Like, great. But the, the Genesis one is more like the movie cover, and it's got the Penguin and Catwoman, and everything's all icy, and it starts out with the lighting of a Christmas tree and, you know... Uh, carnival yeah and it's tim burton white and i mean come on it's christmas yeah it might as well be a christmas movie okay fair enough that that's uh, i'm totally good with that i think that's an awesome choice okay all all. right so um i'm gonna go with obviously home alone and then obviously home alone too because i think we can kind of clump those in together um haven't played the second one Eh, vaguely played the first one it was terrible but it reminds me of Christmas. It coincides with I always watch the Home Alone movies at Christmas, so it's got to be on my list. Right, and I, I think I think that's a pretty fair choice. I also would have put Home Alone on my list if you didn't have it. Home Alone 2 is not great either, Lost in New York. Okay. Um, I enjoy both of the movies. I'm not speaking to their quality or anything. Yeah, we're uh, just the video games. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do enjoy the movies for good or ill. I... I Watch them. I had a really good Home Alone watching uh, two years ago. My wife had to work on Christmas because she's a nurse, and uh, they don't like get holidays. Yes. And I was home alone on Christmas, so I <gasps> ordered a cheese pizza and ate it and watched Home Alone, which was awesome. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not recommending Christmas alone, but if you do, yeah, order a cheese pizza and watch Home Alone. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's fitting. I think it's kind of cool. At least it has, like, some ironic undertone to it. It's a good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Maybe not ones, again, that I'm advising anybody run out and go play immediately, because you might be really disappointed, or you might like it, and then I feel like you're probably the only person. I'm looking at my list, and I'm I'm super Sega-themed, which was not intentional. Uh, but my next game, also uh, a Sega game, and it's Days Before Christmas, which is an import, so... If you're trying to find it, you can get repros of it, and it's, uh, I mean, it's called Days, D-A-Z-E, Before Christmas, and you play a Santa, like, come on, you, you, you'll get it when you see it. Um, it's got a cool cover, like I said, I think it's, was it Australian only? Or maybe I just, every time I see a copy, it's for sale out of Australia, but yeah, it's kind of expensive. I think it's okay. a couple hundred dollars if you want it, but a repro will cost you like 50 bucks, so if you want to check it out, you know, watch a video. It's not a bad game. It's, I mean, it's not a great game, but it's not a bad game. It's fun. I, I actually bought it last year and played it a little bit, and it's fun. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm going with, um, I've got a few on my list here. Actually, half of them on my list are kind of ones that are reminiscent for me for movies that I watch at Christmas time or movies that I love. So I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. So obviously, A Nightmare Before Christmas um, on the PS2 and the Xbox, and then A Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, on the GBA. Ooh, what's different about the GBA? Well, other than, I believe it's a totally different game. I haven't played the GBA one. Oh, well, it, it has a different title. Okay, yep. It has the better title. It's called The Pumpkin King. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. I totally missed that in my notes. No problem. And, uh, the cover is awesome, right? You've seen the cover. Yes, it is much, much better than the Xbox One. I feel like the Xbox One doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, it's kind of boring, the Xbox one, but the GBA one is like a sweet lenticular cover, and it, it changes like Jack from the Pumpkin King 
uh, like Scarecrow to, to the regular outfit. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have that one? I do. Yeah. I, You're gonna have to post a picture of it sometime then, because I've never I've never seen it in person. I'm curious to see or post like a little Instagram video. Okay. Yeah, that's I'll do like a boomerang of it switching back and forth. That's yeah, that's I awesome. Do. I'm curious to see it. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. And uh, since you went with a movie, I'll go with a movie too. Die Hard, because Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah. God, it seems like a lot of my games are violent. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Sorry, Christmas. That's. <laughs> Anyways, Die Hard 1 makes me super sad on Christmas because now I think of Alan Rickman and he's gone and that is the worst. But um, aside from the movie, the game, also kind of expensive on the NES. Uh, but there's also the Die Hard trilogy on the PlayStation and the Sacred Saturn, which were both fun games. I think that's an arcade port, obviously. And well, I don't know why I said obviously. Maybe it's not. I don't know why that's obvious. It's not obvious. It's obscure. It's an arcade port. And it's okay. a good game. And I used to have it in my, and this is one of the reasons I think of it, is it was in my round table that I worked at as an 18-year-old, and we would play some Die Hard, and that game was hard. Oh, well, I like that it has, like, a significant memory to go with it. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I I worked there over, like, the first Christmas as an adult that I was working. So, yeah, it, you know, it, it hits all the right notes, except for that Alan Rickman being dead. That's a sad. Okay, but aside from that, good memories. Well, I'm just sad now. <laughs> okay, we'll snap out of it. We still got a few to go. All right, I'm better. Let's go. Uh, okay, so everybody get ready. This one's a little bit of a longer list. Gremlins, and that has a few different games. Gremlins on the Atari in 1984. Gremlins 2, the new batch. Um, Stripe versus Gizmo on the GBA, and then Gremlins Gizmo on the Wii and the DS. And this will be a pause for interjection from Johnny. Gremlins set for Lego Dimensions. Interject, Yay. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like, who doesn't want Lego Gizmo and Stripe? And you get to open the Gremlins world? I think? I, I don't know. I'm going to play it tonight. I'm so excited. Okay. It just well, arrived in the mail. That's perfect that it arrived today, then. Yeah, I am I am excited. And then in Europe, they had Gremlins Unleashed for Game Boy Color. Right, they did. And uh, there was a Stripe versus Gizmo that was planned for the GameCube and the PS2, but it never came out. It was going to be a third-person squad shooter taking place 20 years after the disaster in Kingston Falls. Yeah, and if you don't remember, Kingston Falls is where the original movie takes place. Yes. Yeah, and... Who didn't want a squad-based gremlin shooter? How did that get canceled? <laughs> Obviously, I, somebody didn't want it. I don't know if I wanted it at the time, but I definitely wanted to collect it. Yes. And for... I'm, I'm sad it doesn't exist. Well, you'll just have to go for some other gremlins games. Yeah, I don't know if there's... I don't know if any of the gremlins games made it to, like, uh, any of the Sega consoles. I did not check at all, but I can tell you New Batch wound up on the GBA. Uh, not, oh, okay. on the, not on the GBA, uh, on the Game Boy. It's on the original game. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I mean, if you're a, a Game Boy collector, that's one you can go look out for. And then they also, based on the cover of that, yeah, they have that sweet uh, Nika figure, which is, yeah, if you know Nika, they're the ones who, they do toys and statues, and they've done a line, they have uh, a Batman in the, like, in the Sunsoft box, and they've got a Freddy and a Jason 
and they've done video game like the video game versions of them so they look kind of they're painted 8-bit and they look really cool and the the packaging is reminiscent of the video games i believe there's some contra ones as well but yeah they did a stripe from the cover of the gremlins 2 new batch very cool yep so there's that all right uh i guess it's my turn yep moving on to your fifth yep and just like the most obvious sega christmas nights for the sega saturn okay yeah which was like a a weird mail away i think it was a mail away i don't remember uh but it comes in a sleeve and uh instead of in a full case i think in europe it came out in the full case but we just got it in a little sleeve and so it looks like a demo but yeah it's nights but christmas up christmas nights what do you want it's a good game okay yeah fair enough if you're playing make sure you're playing with the weird 3d controller and uh Jam on some Saturn. That's another Sega game. Awesome. All right, what else you got? All right, so my last one, um, I'm by no means telling anybody they should go play. I haven't played it. Maybe it's phenomenal, but I'm kind of going probably not. Um, That's Elf for the Game Boy Advance. And the reasoning behind picking Elf is since Elf came out, that's the first Christmas movie I watch each year when I start my, I'm going to binge watch all the Christmas movies. Really? Yeah. Elf? Yeah, Elf. Yeah, uh, so that mean you got like the Santa Claus because that's a game too, a shitty game on the GBA. Did you pick that one? No, I picked the one I start with. Do you watch the Santa Claus? Is that, yes. is that in there? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watch pretty much all of the uh, Christmas movies I can fit in. All right. I mean, on my on my Plex server, I have a, I upload each Christmas for my wife and I, uh, just a suite of movies and TV shows just called Christmas. Okay. It's got like 26 hours of like Christmas themed either television shows like, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas and yep. like Rudolph and all, all those, all the claymation ones. Uh, yeah, Indooraplex server I do each year. And then after Christmas, after New Year, I delete it. It doesn't come okay. back till Christmas. Well, that's amazing. So, yeah, I feel like everybody to some degree watches some sort of Christmas movie, Christmas special, Christmas TV show around this time of year. Yeah, I would hope so, you pack of Grinches. <laughs> like god let your heart just grow three times it's not that size just <laughs> okay. embrace some christmas love it's fine it's it's like one time during the year just everyone wants to be like merchandise capitalism baby jesus well, i don't care about any of that what i care is just about you know having a good time presents candy smiling those are the memories i have in stockings because stockings are the best okay um yeah so just like loosen up and enjoy some christmas don't don't think about all that other crap Okay, so I have a, a side note here. I just want to ask. Okay. Do you wrap the things that go in your stocking? No. God, why would you do that? That's what We stock- wrap the things that go in our stocking. Why? Well, there's more things to open. Who does not like to open things? I do like to open things, but like the stocking is like a sweet collection of, of stuff. Okay, question for you. Sidebar here. Uh, you guys get fruit in your stockings? No. No. No, do, I, do, I, I, no, I have friends and stuff who do, and I have friends who don't wrap their stocking stuffers, and I have friends who do, um, but we don't do fruit and ice. We do do scratch tickets. <laughs> oh, is that like lottery tickets? Yeah, lottery okay. tickets, like this, the scratch lottery tickets. Do you guys have, yeah, we get, like, I don't put those in ours, but I know people who do, and then, like, uh, I think my mom will sometimes, like, throw one in. Uh, here's a side note. I've never cashed one of those things, even when I've won money. Like really? a dollar here. Yeah, I don't actually like I understand that you go up to like your seven eleven or your clerk at a gas station and they just pay 
but I just have never done it. My mother-in-law, that's who does it. She always gives us like five. I think I've given them to my wife and she goes and do does it or my brother-in-law. But yeah, I've never actually cashed one in my life. Well, have you won a substantial an, uh, amount? I think that I won care? $20 that I gave to my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. So, no. I mean, if I won a significant amount, but yeah, I've never, like, I don't know if I've ever bought one. I think I bought one when I was 18 because I could, but I don't, yeah, I just don't. Okay. Don't ever Fair buy enough. them. So, no judgment on anyone who does. Uh, I know some people think that's the worst. You do whatever you want to do. I just wasting too much video money on video games for that. Okay, well, that's fair. You, you've you got to dedicate it to another source. Anyway, I didn't mean to interject. You oh, can no. proceed. Look, I mean to interject all the time, so if you do it once in a while, it's... It's no. totally fair. Yeah, totally. Uh, my last game, and the last game on our list. I think we hit 12. And maybe you don't know that this is a Christmas game. I like it for many reasons. But Snatcher. We got a lot of, like, rare and kind of expensive games on this list. That fits the Christmas theme. Yeah, it it wasn't intentional. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was not intentional at all. We just kind of made this list without thinking about that. Snatcher 1 is is a cool game. It's Kojima, if you like him, for from Metal Gear. I don't love all the Metal Gear games, but I do like Snatcher a whole lot. It is taking place during Christmas. It is almost kind of a blatant ripoff of one of my favorite movies, which is Blade Runner. Like, there's just a lot to like in there. Yeah, there's like even like an animated Santa in and Snatcher if you play through it. So look out for that. Okay. Well, then that's a very fitting pick. Yeah. And that's like kind of obscure. So unless, and you know, Sega CD games aren't the easiest to play. So maybe you didn't know. All right. All right. So yeah, that's our list. Uh, Merry Christmas to all y'all. And let's uh, move to the second half of the show, which we'll just round up real quickly. What'd you buy? I actually have bought things. Ooh, shit. But- what? No, but they're Christmas presents, so I can't say. <laughs> John doesn't listen. But he might. This might be the time he does. Uh, so I'll, so be, sharing, white... I'll ah. be sharing my saved up of bought things for the new year, but I have been buying things. Okay. Well, uh, let's get real. I just bought Gremlins for the Atari. <laughs> like, ri- literally just. just. literally, when I realized I didn't have it, and it was like $25, I... Just bought it. Who knows if it'll ever arrive. I'm hoping and counting on you, Venezuela, to to get it here to me safe. I don't expect it before Christmas. I got that Gremlins new batch. I do like the Gremlins an awful lot. Uh, so that's one of the reasons. Let's see. what I just got a bunch of Game Boy games. Like just original Game Boy games, which I'm probably turning over to a friend. I considered doing like a cart only collection for the ones like having specific ones boxed and then the rest cart and then just decided I didn't want to. Okay. So it's going to be like 50, 50 or 60 Game Boy games. I'll probably just pass on. It was a good deal. So I don't feel bad. Okay. Well, that's um, good then. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, I bought Just Dance for the Wii, which you're thinking why, uh, which is fair. Totally fair question. Uh, because it's made by Maxim Games, which is kind of like one of those publishers for the Wii that always has the hard-to-find or expensive games. They're just one of... Well, the, if you see Maxim or Maxim Family on a Wii game, just keep your eye on that because those ones are kind of expensive or, you know, hard to find. I don't even think they're rare. I just think people have caught on to that and then it's kind of pushed the price. But anyways, I found it for like $5, so I bought it. 
Oh, that's awesome. That was a good find then. Yeah, I mean, it's probably only like a 10 or $15 game. But if, you know, down the line, it's going to be expensive. Also, if I want to complete this Wii set, which I'm now like 1,100 games into, I'm going to have to work on it. Yeah. All right. That's awesome then. Yeah. So uh, what are you playing? You playing anything? Um, I'm still playing Minecraft, but I've built, I've gone on to building kind of like a little snow castle-y thing because I'm feeling very festive let and Christmassy. Go, let it go. Frozen again? No, not Frozen. I've never Frozen. even watched Frozen. Then how do you know you don't, how, where, where's all this disdain if you have never even watched it? Maybe you love it. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not so good with the, uh, the ample amounts of singing. Well, then how are you doing this podcast with? I'm singing all the time. Okay, which is funny because John sings all the time. Like, he's got a song for everything. So maybe it's just, maybe Me I tune too. it out. My wife loves it. <laughs> like, I just don't, like, it. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, second nature to me now. I'm like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, anyway. <laughs> Actually, let me revise my statement. My wife finds it amusing because I'm not a great singer by any stretch of anyone's imagination, but I'm not easily discouraged. My dogs, on the other hand... <laughs> they love it. I have my my eldest dog. He adores it. He loves my singing more than anything. I sing, and he just comes up. And you've never been looked at like that, not even by your husband in your most romantic moment. <laughs> have you ever seen such love? It is it is super funny the way he looks at me when I sing. Like it's the best thing. His tail just wags, and he's super happy. So yeah. that's too funny. Yep. So. My dogs like the way I sing, which I feel like is kind of like saying my mom thinks I'm cute. (laughs) Maybe, but that's all right. It's still adorable. Yeah, but I'm not bragging about my singing either because I I readily admit it's it's not good. It doesn't stop me. doesn't stop me. I like to make up songs too. Sing. Oh, yeah. So does John. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I totally get it. (laughs) All right. Cool. Well, hey, there's some more information that to make you guys uncomfortable about me. So, you know, (laughs) just keep learning about me, guys. Keep learning. Actually, I feel like we got a good response from from your too much information last time. So, yeah, it's it's probably fine. It'll go over well. Which one was it? Was it the thong one? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I wear a thong. If you aren't into that episode, (laughs) I don't. I don't. I'm also not uh, opposed to you wearing a thong. Not you specifically, Kat, because obviously that wouldn't be weird. Uh, Any of you, you are male listeners. If you wear thongs, no judgment, dude. Enjoy your life. Just do whatever... Whatever makes you feel comfortable. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't object if you wear a thong. It's like, wait a minute. What am I saying? Like, now, <laughs> it's all right. Now it's in We're a weird good. place. Now it's in a weird place. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll move it along. What have you been playing? I have been playing Call of Duty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I've. And Lego Dimensions. Oh, man. It's so good. I got all the Harry Potter ones. I got Fantastic Beast. Now I've got Gremlins. Call of Duty is, I'm not playing the new Call of Duty, I'm playing Call of Duty Remastered, just so you guys know, Um, back to a simpler time, and I'm enjoying that with a a friend, we're having our own little nostalgia fest as we, uh, uh, you know, play through, and we're we're doing okay, our KDRs are are alright, and that's our kill-death ratio, Uh, his is much better than mine, his is over one, mine's at about one, so, and it took me like, I hadn't played in a long time, a couple of years, like like any kind of significant without like jetpacks and jumping around where you have to like think and be sneaky. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing very poorly to to begin with. Okay. So well, if you're getting better, that's good. Yep, it's going 
going well. Going pretty good now. We're all rolling. Anyways, that's what I'm playing, and I'm looking forward to Skyrim, which is another thing I just bought. I got the the remastered Skyrim. I'm not playing anything new. Let's just play all the old things. Okay, well, you know what? That that I feel like fits well with Collector's Quest. I guess that's true. I, none of, yeah, people like play the old things like Skyrim. I don't even know what a Skyrim is. I stopped <laughs> playing games in 1996. Unless they're, you know, stop buying games made after 1996. Yeah. I, I know a few people who are like that. It's fine. There's good games all over the place. Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right. I think we're done. We're done. That's it. That's our list. That's it. All right, guys. We have an episode next week. And then we will be off for Christmas, as I hope you are as well. So until we talk again, good day.